This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. I'm your host, Charlie McDermott. Welcome to episode number 154 of the Good Neighbor Podcast, and today it's Supreme Collision, and we have owner J.R. Nocera. Now, J.R., welcome to the Good Neighbor Podcast. How are you doing? Fantastic. Very happy to be here. And we're thrilled to have you. You come highly recommended, and uh, boy, from what I've seen on your website and what I've heard in the community, you're doing some awesome stuff there, man. So we're eager, eager to learn about Supreme Collision. Well, I appreciate that, and thanks for the opportunity. Um, you know, it's been a, a, a 48-year run so far, and uh, we're still going strong. Started with my grandfather uh, in 1974, and went to my father, and now it's with me. So uh, we're pretty proud of that. Wow. And I read somewhere you've got 60,000 square feet of uh, space there. Yep. We have 60,000 square feet between the body shop and the mechanical center and the detail center. And we also own the Dunkin' Donuts on the corner of 4th and 41, if uh, some of you have ever been there. So does that that mean uh, free donuts for, for the staff? Uh, that, that means <laughs> double charge for the, for the second. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. That's great. So this started with your grandfather, huh? Yeah, it started, uh, well, we're from New York. Uh-huh. Uh, we're from the Bronx. Um, and then when I, I was actually born in the Bronx and then when, um, I was born, my father did not want to raise us in the Bronx. So he moved us to uh, a town uh, upstate called Mayapak, and we owned a big station in New York called Getty Gasoline. Now, for some of you people that are from New York, you'll understand uh, the name Getty, but uh, it's like uh, having a mobile down here. Mm-hmm. Have you ever heard of a Getty uh, station, Charlie? Getty oh, Getty. yeah. I'm from Pennsylvania. So oh, Getty okay. was all over. Yep. That's right. So we owned a big Getty gasoline station, and then we uh, came down here, and then uh, for some of you locals, we bought the building that we're in now that only had two bays, by the way, Mm. uh, now has uh, 30 bays, and uh, we bought it from Bill Barnett, our former former mayor in 1974. So we bought the the two bays from Bill Barnett, and uh, and, uh, the rest is history. Here we are in... 2020 and uh we're um we're we're hanging in there it's tough times right now but we're hanging in there yeah yeah for sure but you know from again what really impresses me is that you guys have a system it seems like you know state-of-the-art all the way and you spare no expense you want to talk a little bit about that that system that you have in place yeah sure the, every time a car comes into the shop it's going to go through a, uh, a five-step system. I mean, first we're going to check you in, and then we're going to give you an estimate. Then we're going to order your parts. Then it gets assigned to a body man, and then it gets assigned to a prepper, and then it gets assigned to a painter. And then the last thing uh, it is is the detail shop. So what we do is we take photos as the car is moving through the shop, so the customer can see what uh, position the car is in at each time. This what what I I put this in a process because as we started growing, uh, what was happening is I, I kept finding myself running to the phone, you know, every three or four minutes, 
uh, of customers ask me, where is my car? What, what, how, how long before it's going to be ready? Um, where is it at in the shop right now? Are you getting ready to paint it? I might want to come over and see. This way, we can send out the pictures of their cars and they can see exactly what step it is in. Brilliant. That was a big, that was a big uh, process for me. Yeah, yeah. And, I, and it probably uh, takes care of one of the biggest fears that car owners have, and that's that the car is just sitting on the lot for weeks at a time and nothing's getting done. That, um, that, that's true. Yeah. That, and that's one reason why I put it in. I mean, there, I will tell a customer, listen, if you're here for a full paint job, and we're, we are painting, um, doing the entire car, there will be times that you're going to drive by the shop and you may see the car sitting on a lot in a, in a primer stage. And the reason why it's sitting there for three days is because the sun above is doing its job. It's shrinking the primer into the paint. So I don't, so that's how I'm able to give lifetime warranty on paint jobs. Wow. Um, this way we went through the right processes, so that the car, um, because we, we are offering that lifetime warranty. Wow. Yep. <laughs> so I've, I've only saying this, Charlie, because I've had people drive by and see their car in the same spot on the lot for three days, and they can't yeah. understand why it's there for three days. And when I explain what I just explained to you, uh, it gives them the, the understanding and the, and the reason. Yeah, yeah, that big, ah, that big aha moment. Yeah. Right, right, exactly. Yeah. So, JR, I'm, I'm sure there are quite a few. If you were to talk about the one or two big myths that you hear in your uh, your world, the body shop world, what uh, comes to mind? Uh, well, I'm going to tell you the biggest one, Charlie, that we're dealing with right now. And uh, you might have seen a couple of my commercials about this. What's happening is Charlie McDermott wrecks his car. And let's just say I'm going to throw out a random insurance. Uh, let's say you have Geico Insurance. What's going to happen is Geico is going to bully you and say to you, you have to take this car, your car, Charlie, to this shop. You have to take it to our specific shop or we will not do any of the warranties on, on your car. And in, in my business, it's called bullying. They're literally bullying you to try to go to their shop. Now, why are they going to send you to their shop? Uh, why is Allstate? Why is State Farm? Why is USAA? Why is Travelers? Why are they sending you to a certain corporate shop? Okay, so let me just give you an example of what happens. Okay, so Charlie goes into that shop and he and his job is $10,000 on his car. So one of these corporate, and I'm holding my fingers up in quotes, corporate <laughs> body shops does a $10,000 job on Charlie's car. Okay. Right. At the end of the month, let's say this corporate body shop, and I'm not going to mention names. I want people to dig into it. Uh, they do $100,000 in that one month with this corporate body shop. Let's say Geico sent $100,000 to one of these corporate body shops. Mm -hmm. Geico will go in and say, okay, guess what? We sent you $100,000 of, of work we are looking now for a $15,000 check back. So there's a kickback of 15% on Charlie McDermott's car. Really? If they, if they did a $10,000 job on your car, that means $1,500 has to go back to Geico. Now, who suffers 
in this in this kind in this type of uh, job. Really? Charlie suffers because tell me how on a ten thousand dollar job they can just cut out fifteen hundred dollars. I'll tell you how. Hmm. It's going to be something that was on that estimate that is not inside that car. Hmm. That's what starts to happen. And there's no, it's impossible. But yeah. if you think about it, Geico is sending just that one shop, a hundred thousand, they're getting $15,000 back. So some of these corporate body shops have six to 700 shops. So think about that. Start doing the figure. Wow. If they're doing $15,000 a, a month kickback, times that by six or 800 shops, you're talking about seven to $8 million rebated back to the insurance company. Now, who's suffering? The, the, uh, the Charlie McDermott's of the world are suffering. But the main part is they're not giving Charlie McDermott, who pays for his insurance, mm -hmm. the right to take his car anywhere he wants to go. Charlie McDermott wants to take his car to a supreme collision because he understands when that car leaves, it's fixed properly. The car has a lifetime warranty, and I fixed it and put whatever I was on that estimate on the car. So the myth is don't be bullied by your insurance company. Sometimes I want to I point my finger at Morgan and Morgan and say, this guy is something else. But you listen to Morgan Morgan on commercials and one of his advocates is don't be bullied by your insurance company <laughs> and as, as an independent body shop and I want to say a successful one for 48 years my preach right now is don't be don't be bullied by these insurance companies every customer who pays his insurance has the right to take the car wherever they want to go and that's the myth right now in the body world Wow Wow, that is huge. I think I just taught you something, Charlie. Yeah, you sure did. I, you know, and, and I guess part of the challenge is because, you know, you're, I, I saw a statistic somewhere uh, or recently heard it, you know, that maybe once every seven years, someone's in need of a, you know, body repair work on their car. So, you know, this happens so infrequently, the average Joe consumer like myself isn't up to speed on this stuff. So they just kind of nod their head based on what the insurance company says. And, they don't ask questions. So this is well, really here, here's here's what we found out. Okay. You will have you will have your strong headed people like like a, a Rufino Hernandez, okay? Uh, a good businessman in this town. Mm -hmm. He will say they will say, Hey Rufino, you have to take this car to this blah 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 collision center. No, I do not, you will say. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do not. I am sending my car to Supreme Collision. That's who I've been dealing with for 48 years, and that's where my car is going. Mm -hmm. And then the insurance company will click their fingers and all of a sudden tell you, okay, absolutely, you can go anywhere you want. Oh, my God. So wow. here's, your, here's your claim number. Here's your rental number. Go ahead into Supreme Collision. Give them the claim number, and they, they will know what to do. But <laughs> – but the insurance company's not going to tell you that mm. until they feel you out. Now, the reason why I just told you that, let's, let's uh, talk about the 65-year-old uh, woman that just got in an accident. She's panicked. She's frantic. What, mm. what does she do? The first thing she's going to do is listen to her insurance company and yep. tell her, oh, you have to go over here. 
So, you know, for us independent body shops, we're losing a lot of the business because of the bullying that the insurance company is doing. Wow. And uh, that's why you've seen me on so many commercials. That's why you uh, I'm trying to get the word out to the public. And uh, and the public is coming around. I got to say it. And in the mm -hmm. first six months when they they went to this program, this program started in March of 2019. OK, yep. Yep. so it, it, those first few months, it was tough. I had to come up with a strategy to to educate the public. Mm -hmm. And when I talk to people like you on these podcasts or I do commercials or I do radio shows all the time, that's these are these are these are the things that I'm, I'm getting out to the public. Mm. Well, the public really appreciates it. And, and, you know, the whole part of the whole good neighbor philosophy is exactly that, you know, educating, yeah. informing and and being a part of the community and yeah, not some outsider trying to take advantage. So really appreciate that, Jr. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. So uh, let's switch over to fun. What are you doing when you're not working? Well, I like to tell people I live here, but you know, as <laughs> I've gotten older, I've gotten some great management around me, and uh, I, I am a big uh, time boater. I can't be on my boat enough. I've got a beautiful boat, and um, I used to play. Uh, uh, traveling uh, professional softball for over 25 years. So I traveled so much and got to see the country playing softball wow. and doing that. But uh, I'm not doing that anymore. It's just um, as my kids got older, we did a lot. I have three children. I've uh, mm -hmm. been married for uh, 26 years, been together for 30. And um, I, we do a lot of stuff with the family and I try to get out and um, uh, do a lot of stuff with the family. Yeah, yeah. I finally, I left the country for the first time in my uh, life. I went to Italy uh, last year to celebrate our 25th anniversary. Wow. And that was, that was really neat. I got to do that. So, um, wow. you know, boating is my biggest uh, ho hobby right now. And I love to go out uh, and uh, out to restaurants at night. And I like to support the locals as much as I can. Yeah. So, uh one of your uh, more favorite places to eat, what would it be? Uh, I've got a, a three in town that uh, if you ever wanted to kill me, you would know where to find me because I go to the same three restaurants. Uh -huh. Yep. Uh, my favorite steak, I love Andre's Steakhouse in town. Uh, my favorite Italian is uh, Tullia's down on 5th. And uh, I, I really enjoy also going to Bistro uh, down on 5th too for their tuna. So those are my three favorite spots. Love it. Love you can it. catch me there all the time. Yeah, that's great. How about a uh, hardship, Jr. Something that you've been able to uh, work through, gotten to the other side, and look back now and say, "Hey, it sucked when it was going on, but I'm better for it." What comes to mind? Well, there's two of them. Um, what I just talked about um, in 2019. Um, you know, I was a guy who got um, addicted to the, the way the insurances uh, would send these, uh, these cars to us. You know, I was a, a, a Geico shop, and uh, they, they get you sucked into to depending on them. Mm. And then uh, when the world went corporate, you know, they, they just they left you with no warning, no reason. Wow. And you have, to, you have to look into these things and say, 
Was it me? Was it my work? Uh, did I treat someone wrong? I mean, it, it was tough. I mean, when you, I had five insurances that were sending me to work and then all of a sudden in one day, all five canceled because all five companies went onto what they call an MSO program, which is a mass shop organization. So they all, they all went to this corporate thing because us independents would not agree to give that 15% back at the end of the month. We couldn't do it. Right. You can't, you can't survive and do that. Um, not as an independent, um, you know, we, we're, we're already running on tight budgets because we're trying to give our locals the best job that we can mm-hmm. and we're not cutting corners. So yeah. the, uh, that was a, a, an extremely hardship. And when I went to those commercials and, and, and I got my name out there, I mean, my name was already out there, Charlie, but I'm not going to lie, but I took it to a whole new level. Mm-hmm. I, I really did. So I managed that hardship, did what I had to do. And, um, that was tough. Mm-hmm. So I made it through that. And then I think, okay, so here we come mm-hmm. March, 2020, March, 2020. I got to say I was having an all time record number month, mm-hmm. record numbers. I'm not going to spew my numbers out, but my numbers were, uh, let's just say over a hundred thousand dollars more than I normally do. And that was on March 23rd. So we still had one week left. Oh, right. All of a sudden on March 23rd, the world shut down, Mm. the world shut down. So I went from March 23rd, just absolutely killing it. Uh, Here's an example. I had 137 cars here on March 23rd. On April 23rd, I had 14. Whoa. 14 cars. Nobody was driving and yeah. nobody was wrecking. So here's, here's some factors that people don't understand that take a big part of my business. Okay. Let's talk about the first thing. Going to school. Okay. You stop the schools. The mother's going to work. I mean, the mother's taking the, the child to school. She's got two kids in the back seat. Both two kids are fighting. She's driving the car. As she's driving to work, she reaches back to calm the kids down. And what does she do? Boom. She hits somebody in the front. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's, that happens that we hear that every day. Okay. Yeah. Number two is the bars. The bars shut down. That's, that's pretty common knowledge. You go in, you have a few pops. You're feeling good. You go out to back out and boom, what do you do? You back out too far. You hit somebody in the butt mm. or worst case scenario. You're driving home. You're slurring a little bit, going back and forth. You hit a guardrail and, or you hit another car. Yep. That's factor number two. Factor number three is restaurants shut down. You've got, um, Mr. Mm. And Mrs. Nocera. They're going out for a uh, nice dinner. They have a bottle of wine. They're feeling good. They haven't been out for a while. They go to back out. What do they do? They hit something. They back a little far. They hit a tree. They're going into the garage at night. They got their wine. They're happy. It was a great dinner. And they slide into the garage and they and they hit the side, they hit the side of the garage. Yep, yep. Okay. And then the number four thing is what happened. And all four factors happened at the same time uh, starting in March. 
if you think about March and you think about the month of April of 2020, it didn't rain one time. Yes. Okay? Never rained in March and it never rained in April. Okay. Whatever happened to the words, April showers bring May flowers. <laughs> okay. Well, it didn't rain in April. It didn't rain once. Wow. And a body shop owner and shop, it, we need it to rain. When wow. it rains, people slip and slide. That's yeah. all there is to it. They come pulling up to that red light. There's been oil dripping from the cars that are in line that are waiting for that red light to turn green. And then next guy comes up. There's oil on the ground. Now you mix that with the rain, spreads mm -hmm. it out, and the guy comes up and he starts sliding. He can't stop and he hits somebody in the butt. So you get a front-end hit. You get a rear-end hit. Mm -hmm. So we need rain. So all four factors happened to me. Damn. So you're, talking about, you're talking about a hardship. That was tough. Right. That was tough. Right? People don't think about that. How does this affect body shop? But you're an essential. Well, I'm an essential if people are out driving. Mm -hmm. If they're not out driving and doing things, then then how they're not gonna wreck their car, their car's sitting in the driveway. You know, sometimes I gotta tell you, we're a lot like doctors. We we wish for ill fate. <laughs> we wish for ill fate. <laughs> Doctors need to stay busy, and how do they stay yeah. busy? Somebody's not, somebody's sick. Yeah, that's a good you know? point. You know? yeah. so we're in the same we're in the same realm as them. So yeah. you know, I just I just wanted to say that's how it is. You know, yeah. on yeah. my side of uh, on my side of business, you know. Mm. So yeah, that's an interesting look for sure. My lord. So uh, they life starting to. I mean, as we speak, it's raining. So the rains have finally arrived. So uh, we're busy. Yeah, we've had, a, we've had a great week this week, and yeah. my managers have said, "Look how busy it is." I said, "Yeah, it's rained every day, <laughs> and it sure. rains. It, we need it to rain in the afternoon, like it is now, as yeah. we're speaking, and we need the best rain that a body shop owner can have is a <laughs> five o'clock rain." <laughs> I, hope it, I hope it pours at five when people leave work because they're going to come up to that red light and they're going to hit somebody. And yeah, it's just, a, it's and just, it's a fact. It's yeah. a fact, Carly. So there you go, listeners. Be a good neighbor. Five o'clock in the rain. Get out there in your cars and, and <laughs> JR and the rest of the community. <laughs> Every time it rains, I'm in the car. I'm going to be thinking of you too, man. You will. You will. Hey, do you know how many texts and, and, uh, and phone calls I'll get uh, when it's raining. <laughs> people will say, "You did you do your rain dance today? Did you must have uh, did your rain dance?" Oh, yeah, I get that all the time. That's great. So, so, one thing you wish our listeners knew about your company, what comes to mind? Um, well, I want everyone to understand that it's it's a family business. Um, you know, it's it's we, we don't. If you come into my shop, you're going to realize. Wow, this is this is a neat shop. I mean, I have pictures of family and places I've been. I don't want I don't want anyone to realize that we're a corporate shop. Uh, I just I just I don't want anyone to think that. And mm -hmm. the other thing is that people sometimes don't realize that the business started as far back as 1974. You know, it's it's a th it's a um, three generation business. It, it wasn't like I came in and bought into the business. It was grandfather, father, and now me. Yeah, it's a and, tradition. You know, I, you know, I gotta say, you know, I'm, I, I I take pride in that. 
Yeah. And I mean, I, I love the business. I love uh, working on cars and seeing cars come in crushed. And then I like love fixing them because I love seeing the joy mm-hmm. when that person pulls up and sees their vehicle and it's all done. Yeah. And, and that's, and that's what, uh, and that's why I'm still in the business. Yeah. Believe me, what I talked about earlier, these corporate companies have came after me and they've came after me hard to buy me out. But I don't know as a local community guy since the seventies, if I could do that to, uh, our local customers. Yeah. I mean, I have a following that people, there, there's no way they're going to corporate companies. They, they, they want to go to Supreme Collisions. They want to go to Garden Districts. They want to go to Seed to Table. They want to go to Oaks Farm. They want to. They want to support our locals. Yep. Um. And you know that's. I I want to say I'm I'm part of that. When you've been around this town for that long, my father was in the city council for 16 years, and he was vice mayor for eight. Hmm. My my next goal at the age of 55, which is two years away, is I want to run for city council. I want to be part of that. I don't want to see what's going on in our community go on right now. Mm. I, I mean, I think there's room for the, the local, the local business owner to, to go in and, and make a difference in the city council. That's mm. the way I feel right now. But obviously, Charlie, you're seeing what we're going through right now. Yeah. Yeah. So. And I do. Yep. Yep. I mean, well, this is what this is what we're doing. Podcasts is the, is the new realm now. Good yeah. for you. Well, I, digital marketing is the way it's rolling now. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And and good for you. I think uh, local politics could use more individuals like yourself who aren't afraid to just hey tell it the way it is. And um, and certainly the with thing, the business. The best back, thing I've learned about Trump is Trump is not a politician. Yeah. The guy's not a politician. He was a regular businessman and he became the president. I mean, we, we, and that's what he's trying to do. He's trying to, I don't want to get into politics here. (laughs) He just just does not, he's not going to be bought out. He doesn't care. Yeah. I mean, he cares certainly, but he doesn't care about opinions. He's not going to, not going to drive his policies. So absolutely. Absolutely. Yep. Yep. Well, hey, JR, I'm sure there are quite a few folks that have been driving and swerving and a few fender benders as they're listening. So how can you help them out? Where should we send them? Well, I'm down here on 4th Avenue North, like I said, for 48 years. And uh, we're at 938 4th Avenue North. North, And we're on the best way to describe it is we're on the same road as the Naples Community Hospital. But we're on the other side of the highway there. We're behind the Dunkin' Donuts. And if you're here, come get a donut and uh, stop by and uh, get an estimate on your car. Love it. Love it. Yep. Well, JR, it's been an absolute pleasure, an eye-opening experience, and very engaging and entertaining. I appreciate you spending time with us. Well, I appreciate you giving me the opportunity. Um, it's always good to uh, broadcast things that people aren't sure about, and uh, that's why uh, I'm, I'm glad you asked me. I really am, Charlie. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast. To nominate your favorite local business to be featured on the show, go to goodneighborpodcast.com. That's goodneighborpodcast.com. Or call us at 239-224-4105.